The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2720. All right. We're going to do a Fett Tuesday episode. Yes, another Boba Fett-focused episode today because I feel like even though there isn't a lot in the way of Star Wars storytelling about Boba Fett, I don't think we're necessarily going to get through it all prior to the release of the Book of Boba Fett if I just do it weekly and only once weekly. So I figure let's double up. Why not? And so today we're going to talk about the time that Darth Vader hired Boba Fett to find out the identity of the pilot who blew up the Death Star. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So these stories were released in 2015 when Marvel reacquired the rights to running Star Wars comics and so they kicked things off with an ongoing Star Wars flagship title series and an ongoing Darth Vader focused series. The first six issues of each of those series constituted one story arc and they had you know a few different things happening within them different storylines that were being pursued one of them was called Skywalker Strikes that was the Star Wars one and the Darth Vader comic one was just called Vader and one of the storylines which jumps between the two comics is Vader needing to investigate the identity of the force strong pilot who blew up the Death Star so he gets Boba Fett involved in this and I guess there's no hard feelings <laughs> based on what we talked about yesterday with the added muscle short story and the fact that there had been disintegrations recently enough in Boba Fett's past where during the events of A New Hope he was thinking to himself if I can find these droids and turn him over to Vader then maybe I'll be back in Darth Vader's good graces. Well apparently he is after all even though he didn't find the droids because there's no mention of no disintegrations, no difficulty that Vader's giving Boba Fett around this. He just wants the kid found and he gives Boba Fett a certain set of information. He says that the kid was known uh, to Obi-Wan Kenobi and that they had left Tatooine on a ship called the Millennium Falcon and that the kid was an X-Wing pilot or is an X-Wing pilot and Boba Fett says oh yeah I'm familiar <laughs> with the Millennium Falcon so there you go he already has enough to go on already. And a couple of other things that come out of this meeting with Darth Vader that you think about just in terms of connecting other stories. For one thing, the fact that Vader mentions Obi-Wan Kenobi in this meeting, Boba Fett, it's not established that he's actually met Obi-Wan Kenobi when he knew it was Obi-Wan Kenobi, but we talked about that episode where he takes on the identity of another bounty hunter, Reiko Hardeen, I think that was, and he's in prison and hoping to get out along with Cad Bane and this other character, and Boba starts a fight in the mess hall of the prison and it involves Reiko. So Boba has actually met Obi-Wan Kenobi but while he was in disguise and yet there was a story, it was a you know Cad Bane story in the Clone Wars, Stories of Light and Dark, where that whole 
short story in the collection is told from Cad Bane's point of view. He's back with Bosk and with uh, Boba Fett and telling the story and telling him that uh, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. So Boba Fett has heard of Obi-Wan Kenobi and met him at least while he was in disguise, but there's no reaction given about his awareness of Obi-Wan Kenobi or knowing anything about him. I'm not trying to say that's a continuity thing with the comic or anything like that. I'm just saying that it's interesting that he doesn't just volunteer, yeah, Kenobi, I have heard of that guy. I know that guy. It's just an indication of Boba Fett playing things close to the vest, basically. The other thing that jumps out is that while Vader is there, he decides to slaughter a bunch of Tusken Raiders because he can, basically, and because he's still angry about what happened with his mother. I mean, you know, that shouldn't come as a surprise necessarily. But Boba Fett and his relationship with Tusken Raiders, we were just touching on that yesterday and that Boba Fett ought to be thought of kindly by Tusken Raiders, considering that uh, he helped defend them from Jawas and smugglers and Imperials who were trying to raid their sacred wine supplies. But I guess in this case, probably there aren't any Tusken Raiders surviving <laughs> to say that Boba Fett was anywhere near the situation. And maybe he wasn't even near it by the time he arrived for his meeting with Darth Vader. Maybe Vader said, yeah, meet me at this place. And it was just a bunch, you know, just around a bunch of dead Tusken Raiders. So that's kind of awful, but certainly would be in line with Vader's character to be sure. So Boba winds up at the infamous cantina from A New Hope, and he's told that nobody knew who was with Obi-Wan Kenobi. It just looked like some farmer's brat. That's what he's told. But there's one kid in there who gets nervous and runs, and if he had just minded his own business, then everything would have been fine. But nope, he's like, I don't know anything. And Boba's like, well, you knew enough to run, so let's start there. And according to Wikipedia, he's actually torturing the kid but basically like the comic shows him like lay down on a table and Boba Fett's choking him there are knives around but you know, not necessarily an indication that Boba's actually used them on the kid and the kid he gives it up and says it's Luke Skywalker his name's Luke Skywalker he used to hang around with us at Tashi Station he knew this other guy Biggs and we used to call him Wormy and that's that and Boba does this in full view of all of the other cantina patrons and then shoots the kid and yeah you know that one seemed a little odd I'll say like he generally doesn't kill people unless he's been paid to do it and it's not like there weren't other witnesses there so that one seemed like a little odd choice to me but you know hey that's just me anyway so <laughs> the other thing is that you have to imagine if he was trying to trace you know, Luke Skywalker and that he lived with his aunt and uncle, that much is given also, that he might have ended up on the farm where Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru had died, obviously. And in added muscle, he is reflecting on the fact that he made it to that farm and saw the two people crisped, as he put it. So he must have had a moment if he went back to Luke Skywalker's old home where he was like, oh man, like this is all tied together yikes but that is not depicted in the story his next move is actually as depicted in the story is going to Obi-Wan Kenobi's hut and just by absolute sheer dumb luck and coincidence Luke Skywalker is actually heading back to the hut to see whether there's anything left behind there by old Ben that might be of use to him now that he is alone as a fledgling Jedi in the galaxy and has no one to teach him at this point. This of course is happening immediately after the events of A New Hope. 
So Boba flashbangs him, and Luke has to fight him without being able to see, which, you know, is another great Jedi thing. But Boba almost gets the better of him, like he cuts him with his, you know, gauntlets, and he actually shoots him at one point, because Luke is like, you know, if I was going to be dead, you would have killed me by now, so you must want me alive. And Boba is having enough of fighting this kid and he's like yeah you're right I have to take you in alive but that just means breathing so he starts shooting at Luke and Luke eventually like pulls out his lightsaber and starts deflecting the bolts Boba Fett like tries to jetpack accelerate to crash into him at one point R2-D2 trips him in the melee and there's a fight over the lightsaber and Luke consciously or unconsciously manages to levitate this crate and slam it into Boba Fett's head and knock him out and that's how he's able to escape and R2 is able to lead him off to safety so that you know they can get away this and this is because Luke still can't see but R2 at least can help him get away. And incidentally the crate has something that we may end up coming back to because as we do these things about Boba Fett we're probably also going to explore a couple of things about Obi-Wan Kenobi prior to when that series comes out and in this particular case the crate that Luke Force uses to bonk Boba Fett on the helmet and knock him out it says for Luke on the outside of it and inside there is a book labeled the journals of Obi-Wan Kenobi and actually I should correct myself it's the journals of Ben Kenobi is what it actually says but back to Boba Fett Boba Fett has lost his mark and has to go back to Vader and say yeah I lost the kid and Vader's like that is most disappointing and usually <laughs> that leads to a force choke but Vader says have you brought me anything useful and Boba Fett says yeah I got his name Skywalker and doesn't say Luke just says Skywalker and Vader doesn't do anything and Boba Fett says all right I guess we're done then and takes off and so I don't know if he gets paid or not <laughs> so we'll see and this scene actually happens in both Star Wars issue 6 and Darth Vader issue 6 and the perspective of it is different in the Star Wars issue they actually have just Vader getting mad and you see his fist clenching and the window he's looking out of from his Star Destroyer, this is the Devastator I believe, uh, starts cracking and so you can tell that he's super mad. In the Darth Vader comic he actually reflects on various events at the end of Revenge of the Sith and realizes that he has a son and that he's been lied to. And so that is part of the fueling of his anger. And there's a whole storyline about Palpatine and how Palpatine's been treating him in the wake of the Death Star stuff that just goes beyond the scope of our conversation here. But yeah, that was kind of interesting to see the story play out in the two different ways across the two comics after Boba Fett delivered that news. And that's the other thing. You have to wonder if the name Skywalker jolted any kind of memory in Boba Fett either because when Boba Fett went after Mace Windu as a young boy in that series of episodes it was a three episode story arc in season two of the Clone Wars the one that landed him in prison Anakin Skywalker was with Mace Windu in that assassination attempt and was there when he was turned over to the Republic uh, prison facility along with Mace saying like yeah you're just gonna have to get over it right <laughs> so you wonder also if Boba Fett had a moment where he's like Skywalker oh this is weird I won you know like what are the chances like he's got to be cataloging this information you would think 
And I'll be very curious to see if any of that knowledge happens to come out as a result of the events of the Book of Boba Fett in any way, shape, or form. I mean, Luke Skywalker is still kicking around the galaxy, so yeah, then Tatooine's his home. It might be interesting <laughs> to find out if their paths are ever going to cross again. And that right there is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.